Now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib jab, jib jab, jib jab, jib jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ podcast. It's the Pat and AJ podcast. Really going to be able to hear him today. He's stuffed up. Sweating up a storm. Dogs don't sweat. That's why they pant. AJ just took our dog on a walk. Because, you know, it's 100 degrees in Arizona, so what do you do with a bulldog? Take him on a walk at 7 o'clock at night. Take him, take him for a little walkie walk there. But you wanted to do it so he'd be worn out for the podcast, right? Yeah. Mission accomplished. He doesn't be- take much. He's such a different walker than our other dog. He does not... He does not stop and sniff. It is a pole the entire way. Does not stop and smell the roses. No, he pees and poops right away and then just pulls for 15 straight minutes. Well, he's tired. He's loud. Hi, buddy. You know, I'm breathing up a storm, but. Well, you wanted a bulldog. <laughs> we mm. wanted a bulldog. <laughs> we. How's everyone doing? Welcome on in. Pat and AJ podcast here for use. 218th episode of this fine little uh, audio experience that we plugged through to you. Once a week on Fridays, you haven't figured that out. That's when the new episodes are going to drop now on Fridays. I think we figured out that we're going to record on Sundays because that's what today is. Speaking of, uh, I have to say thank you to everybody on our Facebook page. If I can find the comment here, um, somebody said, I hope your tooth feels better. Oh, yeah. Per our last podcast. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay, well, it's your gum, technically. It's your technically, gum. it's my gums. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay said, happy birthday. Hope your mouth is feeling better. That's right. Uh, kind of. I mean, normally we'd be on the radio or something for that, right? Yeah. But yeah, it was AJ's birthday. Although well, we wouldn't have been on the radio because that was a Saturday. True. You're 41 now, huh? Uh huh. Feels a lot like 40. <laughs> I was. I was going to say there's nothing. Once you like pass 40, there's really nothing to really celebrate till 50. And no, and then it's just celebrating every minute till you die. <laughs> till you die at a certain <laughs> point, right? Yeah, you, you're you're fine. I had to ask AJ about this yesterday because I legit feel like. Um, you can step into some potholes if you don't. But I had to ask her, I said, hey, um, it's the end of the day. Even though I bought you a cake and we sang you happy birthday, I got her a little something. Um, I said, do you need me to go on social media and publicly blow you? <laughs> no. Just to like confirm? Because I know to some people that could be like, you know. That can be a make or break. I'm just saying, I could imagine. Listen, I'm a therapist. I hear a lot of things. I can imagine someone may walk in and go, can you believe my husband did not wish me happy birthday? I don't care. On Facebook on the day of my birthday. Do not care. But I, I just wanted to make sure. I said, because if you need me to, I'll give you the public blowjob. I'll fucking slob no, it, right? I'm not. I'm, I'm good. Thanks without. I'm but, fine. you know, you did have a birthday. We didn't do much for it. No, I had a good birthday, though. We 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 were gonna go out um, to a fancy right not really a fancy restaurant it's but a, a, it's a, it's it's nicer than like yeah it's nicer than casual but it's not fancy yeah. we we're we we're gonna do that but of course um, you know what we talked about last podcast is crept its way into this podcast AJ tells me on the eve of her birthday when we're gearing up to have this nice little dinner that we have reservations for that she wants to cancel the reservations because well. It hurts to eat right now. Well, it did. I mean, smart move. You didn't want to go out to a nice restaurant if you had to, like, pussyfoot with I'm the I'm not dropping $120 on a dinner that I'm not enjoying, okay? I'm too cheap for that. 
And this whole flossing your gums too hard and cutting your gums has been a much longer process. Yeah, than now I hold on. I was going to say, can can we update people? Because yes. the last time we talked about this, you had gone to it was a, fresh. It was Sunday of Labor Day weekend, and of course, the big conundrum was not only is it you know weekend dental emergency stuff, but it's a holiday weekend, and you essentially ended up in an ER. No and, urgent care. Uh, and 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 they told you, hey, it looks like it's a little bit of gum abrasion. Do this and do that. You'll be fine. What has happened since then? So since then, I did what I was supposed to. I've been rinsing with salt water, warm salt water rinse. I was taking ibuprofen. And it was just kind of varying from day to day. And the second the ibuprofen wore off, it hurt. And it was triggering my migraines, which I haven't been getting in a while. So it was just really inconvenient. I talk for a living still. I'm still, I do the news now. So I'm like this, I was concerned by Thursday, because I'm like, I just feel like it's been almost a week. This likely should be getting better, and mm-hmm. it's not. So luckily, I was able to get in for an actual emergency dentist appointment. Um, it was like I called. They're like, come right in. I said, okay. They took x-rays. They took a look. First of all, apparently my gum tissue is formed weird in the back after having my wisdom teeth out, mm. which she's like, yeah, that can, you like know. scar tissue? It's like scar tissue. And I told her, I'm like, yeah, I had dry sockets. I had all kinds of issues. She goes, I can tell. it was. It's the, There's a lot of scar tissue. So she goes, definitely extra sensitive back there. She did say if she had an award for the worst gum abrasion from flossing, she would give it to me. She just didn't have one. That's my girl. I told you she does things hard. There is no first gear. Well, she laughed. She's like, you know, here we are. We tell you to floss your teeth and you actually do it. And now you hurt yourself. But yeah, they took some x-rays. They're like, it's fine. You know, it's healing. It was just hurting. She's like, these, your gums don't heal quite as fast as like your tongue and stuff like that. So she just, same thing. She gave me like a, a kind of a numbing gel, which really didn't seem to work that well. Um, and it tasted really bad. But I I am definitely weaning. Same thing. You can't really numb out your mouth because you do work for a living talking. Well, exactly. I can numb my mouth, but then I can't Hello do anything. Hello, everybody. I is me with the news. The news. So, the news but I've, I'm definitely weaning off the ibuprofen, and I've only had to take it once today as opposed to every, like, four to six hours. Okay. So it's, it's very close to getting there. It was just a really – it just made the week drag. Because, like, everything is just that extra step because everything hurts, you know? Well, there's your uh, one-week one update. There you go. AJ's gums. Don't floss too hard, Don't floss too hard, kids. Floss, but not too hard. Don't do it too hard. See, it's like anything in life with moderation. Moderation, folks. I did talk to the dentist, though. I was like, explain something to me. I said, why on earth? And I've heard other people complain about this. Why do dentists call themselves emergency dentists mm-hmm. when you truly cannot get in for an emergency. Like they're closed. They're only open Monday through Friday, nine to five. They're closed on weekends, but they're like, if you have an emergency, call this number. I call, I emailed two places and called two places last mm-hmm. weekend. Nobody, even during the week called me back. I'm like, these are supposed to be emergency dental places. Nobody even called me back during the week after the holiday. And she's like, yeah, she goes, a lot of dentists say they're emergency dentists. They're really not. And I don't have a problem with that. You don't want to work on weekends or nights, then don't. But don't say you're an emergency dentist then because you're not. So you um, got that, what, you went out, what, Wednesday, Thursday? Thursday, yeah, Thursday morning right after work. Okay. Hope you feel better, man. I am. I'm doing a lot better. Yeah, I've I can chew a little bit more on that side, and I'm not taking ibuprofen. She's side. been able to eat a lot of cake. I can tell you that much. Holy for shit! Her, for her little birthday weekend here, we had cake on our anniversary. A lot of cake. 
We had cake on my birthday. We had cake at a friend's house today for my birthday. And I have zero complaints about it. I love cake. <laughs> That's right. We did. I'm, I'm trying to think when our anniversary was. Monday? It was Monday. So when we recorded the last podcast, we hadn't hit it yet. Yeah. We've been married 14 years. Wait, yeah, it was on Monday, wasn't it? Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday? Yep, Tuesday. It's how close we're paying attention. I don't know. Once what. again, anniversaries, they kind of start to uh, become like birthdays where, yeah. I mean, you know when they are, but let's be honest, they, they have to hit certain kind of like bell ringing numbers for you well, to really take notice. And that's the only problem with our anniversary is that it's so close to my birthday that I tend to overlook our anniversary because I've had more birthdays than anniversaries. I've had 41 <laughs> birthdays. I've only had 14 you, one anniversaries. You know, it's more, you know what I'm more in on? My birthday. But then when, to I be re- honest. when I realize it's my birthday, I'm like, oh shit, that <laughs> means our anniversary is the same week. So you excited, um, you know, next year, and you even posted about this on the socials when you talked about our anniversary. Yeah, because I got us a, uh, I got us a cake that it's a Las Vegas cake because yeah. we got married in Las Vegas at Caesar's Palace. But you more so so you were talking about, you were kind of jazzed. You said, you know, next year is our 15th anniversary and we're going to go back to Vegas. Heck yes, we are. And you were really kind of more pumped about that. You're like, we can afford a better room. <laughs> it was just so funny for our wedding. Like we were. Your dad did have a better room than us. That was yeah, funny. That was, we hung out in his room more than we yeah. hung out in our own room because he had like. I'll never understand. No, he just spent irresponsibly. I don't think it was any, there's nothing, there's no secret sauce other than when he walked up to Caesar's Palace to check in, they said, oh, sir, it looks like there's a little bit of an upgrade available for X amount of dollars per night. You know, it would And been, you know your dad. Your dad's the yes guy, right? I know, but it would have been so nice if he would have given us the upgrade well, yeah. as the bride and groom, yeah. but instead he took it. But yeah, that, that's how it, I mean, he just got upsold at the yeah. door because I remember I kind of got the same pitch. I'm like, that's great. I'm trying to afford a wedding. We're broke. We're broke newlyweds. But yeah, you kind of said that. You're like, oh, but you know, this this one's okay. But next year. It'll be a lot of fun. I mean, that's why I'm like, we. I, I would rather just plan for a big one than do little things every yeah. year. But I just, I, I'm excited about Vegas next year because we're just such different people now than we were yeah. back when we got married. And mm-hmm. the, the, we went a couple times in between then. And neither of us drink really at all. Like, Not anymore, I, no. No, I mean, like, Pat and I will each have, like, a beer or a glass of wine maybe once or twice a year at a special event. Yeah, say maybe just we happen to be at a dinner. Like, if we would have gone out to dinner for my birthday, I would have had go. a glass of wine. Absolutely, yeah. But the last time I had a glass of wine was a year ago. Yeah, but, the, yeah, yeah, you're, but, but, but we are yeah. far removed from the days of, of partying and Hey, drinking, it's yeah. Saturday night. Let's go down to, you know, Joe's uh, Sports Pub yeah. and, you know, tie one off. That's just, you know, not what we do and that's days. who we were when you know we were still the young party couple when we got married and that's yeah. that's what we did i'm just interested to see how we experience vegas i mean we're gonna be high i know that well we, yeah we, i mean we enjoy just, the, we just don't drink we you enjoy know. the sweet chiba um i don't know it's it's i feel like you can do cooler different stuff because uh, there's all there is a lot to do in vegas and you know i'm also you know halfway Interested to see how much has changed because you yes. keep hearing that. Because we haven't been to Vegas since. 2012. And then I went last time with my buddy 
for a quick weekend, yeah. Yeah, when Single H passed, whenever that was. That was, like that was 2015. 2015, yeah, that's right, 2015. The 2015 is the last time I was there. And that city evolves fast. Fast. But I know they've talked about, one, obviously we know the pandemic just fucking knocked them on their yeah. ass. So they said it was a slow comeback from that. Um, I've heard all these rumors that the, how can I put it? I don't know if I want to say customer service. Maybe. Some of the niceties, they say, are just kind of gone away. People talk yeah. about, like, the you know, the, the casinos or hotels not being as clean as they should. I have heard that. Yeah, I've heard that rumor, too. I and, mean, but then again, I feel like that's that's part of the pandemic. Ever, I will say every... See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, coming out of that. I think I've stayed at probably one really nice hotel since the, the pandemic. Everything I've stayed at in, since the pandemic, other than that one, has been subpar. There's nothing special about it. They really don't clean your rooms. Yeah. There's, like you said, there's no customer service. It's just, yeah. it's like they are just, oh. I mean, and so I think that's just leftover from the pandemic. Let me tell you, though, what I am kind of jazzed, though, and this is a big thing they're going to say, you're going to notice, and it's actually a thing that a lot of the workers' unions out in Vegas have started to take notice of. You'll know what I'm talking about. When we do go, um, a whole bunch of shit now is automated. Like when you really? check, like you know, when you check in, remember yeah. you used to wait in that stupid ass long oh, line, God, yeah. and those poor people would deal with you, and then they give you the upsell yeah. of, "Hey, sir, would you like a bigger room?" Apparently, there's nothing but automated kiosks now. Okay, where you do automated check in. Um, so that experience has changed. They talked about there's a, a lot more of the um, automatic drink machines. Okay, um, machines that dispense. Freshly mixed cocktails yeah. or a beer, right? I so, mean, is that because they're short-staffed or because they're they're just trying to save money? I think that's probably half and half. I mean, yeah. this technology has existed. If you don't know, just go to Japan, right? Yeah. Everything can come out of a machine uh, without a person involved. But they said that's the one big step forward they said in Vegas is that a lot of things have become automated and it's only going to keep, you know, evolving, well, right? And like you said, I think it's kind of half and half with the pandemic. Like, yeah, because they created these things. I mean, they didn't create them, but they, they evolved during the pandemic because we had to. And then maybe because we had a lack of labor force, well, that, they leaned into them more. Right? I also, and I don't think anybody can disagree with this, people became increasingly shitty after, the, like during and after the <laughs> pandemic. And that's why there is such a shortage in customer service and, you know, jobs that deal with people. People don't want to deal with people anymore because people are so damn awful to them. I can't really blame them if they, they're like, I don't want your job checking in people at a hotel and I'm going to get yelled at. Put in an automation system. That's like, why I, think that's, I, um, I definitely think that's part of it. That's why I think the uh, automation system should should have AI so they can talk, talk shit back to you. <laughs> <laughs> don't make it too easy. Like, you know. I mean, part of customer service is dealing with rude customers, yeah, even fun. though pe most people are, are rude. So I'm interested because they, they, they talk. That's like a big change. And um, yeah, I'm interested know, just to be, see what it's like. Curious. Hey, speaking of the AI stuff, I've been waiting to, to kind of see how I could weave this in. And finally, boom, there's the end I've been waiting on. But for anyone out there who listens to us on Spotify, raise your hand. Okay. I know there's a few of you. I see you when you guys comment on the episodes. You didn't know. Spotify tells us about that. They go, hey, people said this about your podcast. By the way, thank you to the person when we aired the episode Pat on Porn that said, unexpected topic, but entertaining as always. <laughs> I wondered if we get any feedback on that. Unexpected, I was, yet entertaining. I, I was shocked too. <laughs> put that on my fucking tombstone. Patrick Clark, unexpected, unexpected yet, yet entertaining. entertaining. <laughs> um, so if you're using Spotify... 
Maybe you have already become aware of this. Perhaps you haven't, and you're going to try this out for the first time. But there is now, like, I, I guess we should preface this, right? AI. Ooh. Artificial it's, intelligence. Right. This is the, the, the new thing that everyone's all like either amazed with, where we think this is amazing. I think we're all amazed and equally terrified of it. There's this <laughs> other consensus that this thing is going to take, you know, take over the world. And we all know there's a million movies out there that have a premise. Of where, robots taking over. Yeah, yes. you know. So, In fact, so, I think, isn't there a movie coming out about robots probably, taking over the world? Probably. <laughs> So with with that out there, I always felt like because uh, the argument was uh, best about calculators. They said calculators when they first became a thing. Uh, mathematicians said calculators would ruin and extinct uh, the uh, field of mathematics, right? Mathematics would no longer exist because of the advent of calculators. And what happened? We learned to use calculators within the math and math got fucking more complex. Yeah. And they've been able to do now more bigger quantum calculations that I don't understand. God, right? I'm 41 and I still hate math. I'll hate it till the day I die. Anyone else feel dumb as balls when you got out of Oppenheimer? Seen all these people talking about splitting the fucking atom and yeah, you're like, what the fuck? But if you walked out of that understanding it, what? then I think you probably should be getting paid better at whatever job you work at. <laughs> you should be a rocket scientist. I don't sir. think they expected us to understand right. any of that stuff. But so, you know, that's kind of honestly where I think it's going to fall. I think AI is going to end like up hand in hand. It's going to be very back in the future too, very Jetsons, where we just kind of start to learn to work with it and it probably makes our days easier is it going to reshuffle the deck on workforces yes but guess what that's happened every fuck every yeah. leap forward we just talked about this today in the car flint michigan had to go from being carriage town to being vehicle city why because we went from having carriages pulled by horses to having cars, cars driven by yeah. humans so you got to fucking pivot sometimes right and that's going to scare some people and maybe some folks are like yo i only pick up horse poop that's all i know how to do i don't know how to change oil I'm the guy who picks up the poop. If, if there's no more horses, there's no more poop. And I will say one of the things I've noticed is that like lawmakers and even tech experts are in on this early enough where they're like saying, hey, slow down with this stuff. Yeah, we, yeah, this is strategy. We, to figure it out. Yeah, let's, don't let it take over the workforce. You know, chill out a little bit on it. Um, so on Spotify, I've been using this for a bit now, but one day... And all of a sudden said, hey, you have a new playlist. You know, and anyone who's a Spotify user, you know, they have generated a little playlist for you. Uh, and I said, okay, what is this? They said, it's our new AI DJ. Oh, my God. And he wants to play some music for you. Now, you have to understand the position. Someone such as myself, a former broadcast professional, was put in. When this was presented to me, I said, this is what they've all been talking about. Yeah. You don't understand. I have people in the radio industry for years, for years that have been saying, oh, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. And it has slowly been coming in different forms. I mean, it has technology. Like, like syndication, yes. which basically is one person doing a show that's broadcast yeah. to hundreds of stations. That's that's a step into it. I mean, I, I was going to say, we can get into the, the, the weeds, weeds of yeah. the broadcast industry and how technology has arguably changed that industry over the last 25 years. But the ultimate one lately has been this thing of AI DJs and AI radio stations. And they're just going to take over. And there you go. The last of the Mohegans out there who are playing, you know, tunes for you at $22,000 a year out of some little local radio station are going to be gone. It'll be some little program. So I saw this option. It goes, if you'd like, listen to the playlist. 
and the DJ will play, and it explained to me how it worked, and I said, well, fuck it, here we go, and I hit play on it, and my DJ's name is DJ X, by the way, that's his name, DJ X, but shockingly enough, was my partner when I was 12 years old and first started DJing. Really? I was DJ Magic, he was DJ X. I like it, yeah. oh, the irony. I know. So DJX is an AI voice, and DJX calls himself DJX, and he goes, yo, how's it going? He'll tell you, hey, it's, it's a, a nice little Sunday afternoon, so why don't we go ahead and kick you off with some music uh, from an artist that you've been loving lately, and they'll play whatever the fuck it is. Here's some Grateful Dead, and they give you three Grateful Dead songs in a row, and then all of a sudden this DJ voice pops back on. It's algorithms, just like when you shop online. Oh, yeah, same you shop, shit, You right? shop online, and then you go back over to Facebook, and all of a right. sudden there are ads from the store yeah. you were just shopping at. Same thing. So now that's the weird part. Now, is this AI voice smooth? Can I tell you it's, it's um, generated? Yes. It is by no means... Um, fooling, I think, anyone. Well, but it's not like we're not it's talking close. like this isn't like Johnny Five Robot shit. No, you know? but but it's not, you know, some of the inflections the are inflection off. The inflection is off, yes. It, There's, but when, I, I, I will say though, I'm going to disagree with you on that. I think if you didn't know, okay. you could easily be fooled. I mean, fair enough. Also, maybe I'm listening closer you are because than we the average in the industry. Yeah, yeah, maybe the average person would just say, okay, DJX, play me songs that you think I'm going to like and yeah. just will kind of walk away. But um, the voice is good, not great. I kind of compared it to, if you've ever tuned in to, the, to your radio station on the weekend, there's three things happening. One, the full-time DJs have to pre-record shows. Yes. So you get to hear the morning guy spinning tunes at on two. Saturday Saturday afternoon. at two. Um, two, it's probably stuffed full of syndicated programming. Yes. So you're hearing John Tesh or you're hearing- Who is on at 200 other know, stations. Whatever fucking countdown show. Or the third option just might be- a local person we call a, a part-time weekender. And this is someone who uh, only comes in and does a little show on the weekends. And maybe when someone catches the flu, they get to come in. and On a weekday and do the, the, new, the midday shift, yeah. I compared DJX on my Spotify, my AI DJ, to that weekend DJ at any radio station. Yeah. Where he's good, not great. Yeah. And can get you through just enough. Is he memorable? Probably not. No. Am I going to say, oh my goodness, I have to listen to DJX no. on Saturday at 3.30? No. no. There's not a lot of personality behind it. He's, he's a smooth talker. But it's not bad. It, it's not, and it's I was not surprised. Bad. Like, we've heard bad DJs on the air. Bad, real, actual people. Real DJs people. That really suck. So, and... and it, it's weird, and this is the other weird part, is I, I, I told my buddy, who's still in the radio, right? The guy programs a radio station. And so I, I try not to, like, let loose too much because he's the poor guy still in the swamp. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I told him, I said, here's the one part that I legitimately think is a different experience. He goes, what's that? I said, when the AI DJ tells me something about my music... I believe them, and I know this sounds so fucking weird because I'm talking about an AI-generated thing. I believe them more than a random DJ on a station. Let me give you an example. I had Mr. DJX go, all right, man, why don't we go ahead and play you some songs that got you through 2020? It was a rough year for a lot of us, and it looks like these songs were at the top of your playlist. 
and then it starts playing tunes that I did play a lot in 2020. And it's like, I believe it. And obviously I believe it because all it's doing is pulling off an algorithm, but now it has a voice to communicate it to me. And it's a totally different Well, because it would have been really awkward experience. If, if you were listening to a live DJ and he, she, or they said, you know, here are some of the songs that got us all through that rough year of 2020. And then they play a song that you it's absolutely you despise. Hate. Yeah, you hate that song. Because yeah. then you're like, okay, well, somebody out there likes it, but it's not me. This is so custom tailored exactly. to you. And that's the weird part. It's your radio station. I mean, I remember that all the time as a kid, especially back when you know, the, the top five countdowns were real big. I remember sometimes being perplexed when they'd be like, all right, coming up next is the number one most requested song tonight in Chicago. Everyone wants to hear this one. Here it is right now. And then I either didn't know the song or I wasn't aware yeah. that it was that big. You and you're like, like, oh, you're late oh. to the party. Okay. Well, like I, you're not part of it. All right. But so it was so fucking weird. Yeah. To have this AI computer generated thing. Personalized to you. Really legit say, hey, man, 2020, what a year. You were jamming these tunes. Why don't we play them for you? And I'm like, yeah, I, I believe you a thousand percent. I mean, I'm just kind of at a point where I'm like, and I, and I say this, and it's easy to say it because I'm out of the FM radio game per se. Yeah, the music world. The music world. Um, it's not terrible. And I just, I know so many people who work in radio and still work yeah. on the air that make terrible money, they get treated terribly, and it keeps getting worse. And eventually, we all knew, I mean, we knew when we got fired, we're all going to be out of a job eventually. We but are. But do you think this is, now, now here's my question, though. And by the way, so anyone out there who has Spotify, I assume, you can be able to get into your own DJ feed. It's called just that, DJ, letter DJ. So search for DJ, it'll come up with your playlist, and I believe you'll have DJX because, yes, of course, my son, fired it up on his Spotify because he thought it was the coolest thing ever yeah, on mine. And it's totally different for him. Yeah, right? and for him, it's playing a whole bunch of different music. So, I mean, you try it out for yourself and, like, you tell me. But, one, as someone who just listens to it casually with me, I mean, scale of, like, one to ten, would it fly? Uh, I would go with an eight, yeah. An eight? Yes. What it size market? Not, like, a Chicago. But you could put that on in, like, Champaign-Urbana. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're going to continue to see, I and I do, I still think live radio is so valuable, just people have devalued it. They've made it into, yeah, yeah. I mean. It's, I mean, there'll, there'll be one live guy. You'll have yeah. one live guy in the morning, but I'm saying. Because you still do need a human to run the radio yeah, station. But because here's the thing about it, and I'm not even the one who said this. It was my buddy who's still the radio guy because I gave him this whole same speech and we we played it and we listened to it for a while. Um, and I said, yeah, you know, the voice is a little janky, this and that. And, and he goes, I agree, but that's only going to get better. Yeah, this is very preliminary. Right. We, are, we are in the early like, stages of AI. Whatever the voice is, it's going to get a lot better. And when it does, how does that, that impact its ability then? Because a lot of people in radio will still say, well, you know, that, that DJ X, that AI DJ can't yeah. be out at... A car dealership that, on a Saturday but, morning. Okay, counterpoint then. The problem is you have a radio station. I'm picking one out of the blue, Lansing, Michigan. They have a midday DJ, someone who's on from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., who is actually coming out of their Buffalo, New York cluster. So they can't show up and do a fucking, uh, you know, a, a broadcast at, at, at Joe's Liquor Mart either. 
So, I'm really confused by that. Point, well, no, because if you have at a radio station, say you have one local person working, right? So you got one local dude in the yeah. morning and everyone else, you stack it with just AI shit, right? No, I know. And what, what kind of what I meant by that is like, I feel like a lot of that's dying anyways. Mm-hmm. Like we all knew every time we all went out to a car dealership and did a live <laughs> broadcast, Nobody so ever once walked in and bought so a car. Not once. What are you talking about? I'm responsible for $1.7 million in car loans if they, over my 25-year broadcast if career. If they showed up, it was for a free T-shirt from us or popcorn <laughs> or pizza or whatever the hell was being Fuck given yeah, away. They dude, never dude. came in for a car the ever. better your swag. I remember once we were given away. Um, I worked in Salt Lake City at a hip-hop station. We had a big... Summer hip hop concert we put on every year was called Summer Jam. And we were giving away tickets for Summer Jam. We were giving away every 10 minutes, right? So all you had to do was come out to see me, your buddy Pat, at a local auto dealership and get your name in the hat. How did you get your name in the hat? Test drive a car. Test drive a car. Yeah. And and of course, did anyone actually buy a car? No. no but and a lot after, of folks won tickets to go to yeah. Summer Jam. So yeah. I mean, the, the, therein lies the point. Like, yeah, no, DJ X can't go out to a car dealership and try to sell a car. But would a real DJ be able to? No, that's the point. And I guess also that you, those times are are dying very rapidly. It's interesting you said as things get devalued, it's also different generations. So you get different generations who are growing up and they don't have the same attachment to local media personalities. Yeah. Perhaps they're into content creators or a million other things. Who knows? Um, so this becomes more more viable, yeah. right? Because they're not as dialed into that. Mm. It's weird, and I felt so bad saying that it, it sounded okay. I wouldn't even say I wouldn't even say it sounded okay. It sounded Sounds good. It sounded good. Sounds good. It, there were a couple like, of like it was funny. We'd listen to the songs, and every time the DJ was about to talk, we'd we'd stop talking or, or you, interacting. You kind of stopped and took pause. Yes, you wanted to hear. And there were a couple of what we call like segs, like you know, between songs. There were a couple of segs that were lame and not great. But when I say a couple, I mean like literally one or two. Yeah. They were just lazy. But we're also like this is. For the very first invention of an AI DJ, this is pretty damn good. It was uh, pretty interesting. Now, here's the kind of opposite of that, right? Here we are talking about the future of how music, radio, things are presented to us, AI and all that stuff, computer-generated voices, images. I want you to ask AJ what we've been uh, doing over the past week to entertain ourselves in the evenings as we... <laughs> Eat dinner. But you go ahead and tell them what cutting edge technology, <laughs> what are we engaging in in our Back to the Future Part 2 Jackson's lifestyle that we are so close to achieving? AJ, what are we doing? We've been watching uh, old episodes of The Price is Right. Obviously, since Bob Barker died, you know, people have been talking about the show. And just one night, like, Pat popped it on. And I was thinking, like, why the hell would I want to watch this? And just, I mean, it became not only nostalgic, but just fun because it was interactive. We were, we're sitting at the dinner table yelling out prices. Like, oh, no, he, he should have gone $1 over. Or, no, she's going to be under. She is not going to be in the showcase showdown. It was an interactive TV show. And it was also, I will say, <laughs> one of the, 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 the equally as fun parts was 
the commercial breaks are in the show. So you're watching commercial breaks from like the year you were born. Well, yeah, that's, so I was going to say, we're not hell. watching what I, what I pulled up and, and kind of like AJ said, it is was this abs- off YouTube. This is on YouTube, but absolutely just like Bob Barker passes. So kind of an influx of his content starts rising to the top. And yes, all of a sudden I found these episodes and they've been around. I I've seen these before, but it's like pure recordings of a show from a certain era. So yeah. if I'm saying this is a 1988 episode of a different world, um, from WNBC <laughs> in New York, it is an actual half an hour, um, from seven to seven 30 of a different world on WNBC, New York, which means you got the local commercials. You got the news guy, saying join me tonight at 10 o'clock as we talk about our new mayor rudy giuliani's <laughs> war on crime um and, 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 and that was one of the funniest parts too is that we caught it was like a preview of the newscast that like came on after the price is right yeah same bullshit same same bullshit, pro- same a, bullshit a little guys. bit different i mean we're not talking you know presidents but, getting indicted but, but you know same countries same countries, same countries, same problems, same, same, bullshit. same political fighting. Oh boy. Really? I know we all want to think it was so great back then. <laughs> it was the same bullshit. We had the same problems. They're just more magnified now. So yeah, like, you know, we're not watching old episodes on the game show network and all of a sudden you're seeing modern commercials. We're literally watching for an hour, a time capsule of 1987 or 1996. It's cool because we remembered some of these commercials. We remembered the jingles. We remembered like, oh, that's, you know, that was the old packaging. My grandma used to have that. That mm-hmm. or what I, it was it, and and we said like it's fun because it's interactive like we play along we, yeah. we yell out prices well and, it's even more fun because we have to do the inflation in our head yeah it's Which not we're not very good at we yeah. found i mean trust me you want to have real fun yeah i i mean and i kind of figured this out the other week hanging out with my buddy in south bend him and his wife on a sunday night dialed up that ten thousand dollar pyramid yeah. with michael strahan and they watched that and i realized i'm like yes yeah, it's very interactive like because they're both watching and playing along and yeah. they're they're playing the game. I it was said, nice. It was a nice change. Yeah. And, and so I'd already kind of been thinking about that. And not only are AJ and I doing that part of it, which is playing along, but you're sitting there like, okay, what do you think a Ford Escort 1993 costs? I don't know. What do you think? Oh, that was a $10,000 car. No, it wasn't. It's so weird. Like the episode we watched last night, they were, they were trying, the guy was trying to win a car. It was a Thunderbird or something like that. Yeah. And a lot of Pontiacs. Yeah. The price of the car was only four digits long. And I thought (laughs) you lost your mind. I thought they were trying to sell the electric typewriter next to him. (laughs) I'm like, I said, I said, that seems way expensive for a typewriter, but that car definitely isn't just $9,000. Turns out the car was $9,000. Yeah. We are, we are terrible trying to figure it out with inflation. We're so bad at it. And it really, I'm kind of glad we are. Cause it's so damn depressing. Otherwise, I wonder how, and I really hope that you know, some of our, you know, cultural uh, divides and all that weirdness happen. Um, uh, stop people from doing it because the funnest part of the show to me is the diversity in the people, especially if you watch the episodes over time. Yeah. That get called down because you get like little Mary Pat, who's from the middle of nowhere, yep. Arkansas. And this is the trip that her and father have taken out to Los Angeles. And oh my goodness, they're on the prices right now. And, and you've got a, a, you know, a Navy guy who is um, on base somewhere in California yeah. who came with his Navy buddies. Yeah. You get a grandpa up there. Didn't you, what was the one business owner who like, 
like, I felt so bad. He was Middle Eastern and like everything. He was from Lebanon. Lebanon. Everything he said, like Bob Barker Bob couldn't Bob had to understand. ask him five times. <laughs> What'd you say? And I felt bad because I don't think he won anything. <laughs> I mean, I think his name was something cliche. No, like, he was a professor. He was, was a, a professor, a, a professor okay. of, yeah. of, of something. Super smart guy. His name was like Habib or something. Yeah. But he kept asking him like, well, I'm sorry, yeah. what did you, what oh, did you guess? Oh, dude, <laughs> it is way more funnier to watch how he dealt with, with all of our immigrants back in like the 80s. Watch like the early 80s episodes. It's a totally different vibe. Like we are, I shit you not. We're very like, okay, who do we got here? You talk a little funny there, buddy. What's your name? And he'd be like, my name is Bogatov. Oh, where are you from there, Bogatov? I come in from Poland. And they're like, well, we're happy to have you here, Bogatov. Get your ass that, down here. That one lady who walked up there, she was she, she was in what looked like a military uniform. Turns uh. out it was just her clothing. Yeah, she's like from Germany well, or yeah, something. She, he, she walked up there and he goes, oh, I thought I heard a British accent. She goes, no, I'm from Germany. Germany. And it was so awkward. I mean, I mean, Bob could have almost made like a, a, a Nazi joke. I was like, waiting oh, no. for it because she was wearing Last like. Last time Germans uh, <laughs> marched up here uninvited, it wasn't a good thing. <laughs> good Lord. It is fun though. It is fun to watch, it, you know. The, the cross sections yes. of America, the, the, the different people. I definitely love doing the math in my head in the 80s with some of the older uh, generations that are up there. Because I'm like, all right. I'm like, if it's 1982, that person looks to be about like mm, 75. I'm like, yeah. they were born in like 1905. I yeah. started doing the math of the shit they've seen, and there they are up there now bidding on a fucking piano. I do love the games. Like last night, they played a game where they were bidding. I forgot what it is. Um, it, you have to guess the price of all these just like grocery items. Yeah. And th th you have to guess which ones are under $1.50. And we could not figure it out with inflation. Yeah, like we were, I was like, there's no way that box of cereal is under $1.50. Oh, AJ was so upset that. Oh, was I was it wrong. She was upset that Aunt Jemima pancakes. It was like a, no, it was like 12, it was a box of 12 like, waffles. Frozen waffles. And I'm like, there's no way that's under $1.50. And it actually was. She was so upset. It was so weird. It's it's fun though. It's of a fun course. interactive way to spend time with your significant other. Of course, I was upset that in 1984 where you're still using the word aunt in my mind. I said, come <laughs> on, Bob. We're spaying and neutering. Can't we help out? <laughs> the Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.